Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today is a most amazing story. It's about hope. It's so important not to give up. Of course, not to give up on Mashiach coming, but not to give up on any good thing, any good project, anything we're trying to accomplish. So here is the story. There was a certain Jewish man who lived in Eretz Yisrael. Let's call him Mati. And Mati had a lot of difficulties in life. He had a lot of pressures and he had a lot of hardships and his life just became too hard for him. And he decided to leave. And that's what he did. He just left. He didn't tell anybody in his family where he was going. He just left. Left his whole family behind. Just disappeared. Nobody knew where he went. There was a rumor that maybe, maybe he went to the United States and to New York. But nobody knew. And years went by. The fam- the parents were getting older, very old. And of course, their hearts were broken over their dear Mati, who they now hadn't seen for many years. And Mati's oldest sister decided she had to do something about it. She get- just could not stand to watch how her parents were so brokenhearted and nothing was happening. Nobody heard any news. There was no indication that they would ever hear from him again. She had to do something. So she said, I'm going to look for him. How are you going to look for him? The other people in the family asked her. I'm going to go to the United States. I'm going to look for him. The United States is too big, everybody said. You can't just look for somebody in the United States. Okay, so I think we think that he's in New York. I'll look in New York. New York is also a huge place, they said. You can't find somebody in New York just like that. Nevertheless, she said, I'm going to try. And she went to New York, and she began going to all the different restaurants and bars where the Israelis were known to hang out. She put up posters, pictures of him, wherever she could. And she looked and she went here and she went there. Anytime she heard that there was a group of Israelis, she went there and looked for him. But after uh, some time, maybe a month or a couple months, she realized she was getting nowhere. She didn't have even one single hint. Nobody ever heard of him or saw him. She didn't get even a single clue. She was ready to give up. But she had made a friend. Actually, she had, she was staying by a friend. Excuse me. She was staying by a friend. And her friend said to her, you know, I know that it seems hopeless, but there is a certain great rabbi in New York. His name is the Lubavitcher Rabbi. And people go and see him and ask him for blessings and advice and there are so many stories of people who are getting blessings and advice that 
help them to, to succeed in their life and in their different challenges. Now, this sister of Mati was not a religious person, and the whole idea of going to some rabbi who was supposed to have some secret power of how to find his, her brother seemed to her completely outlandish, completely impossible. And she said, no, it doesn't make any sense. But after her friend talked to her enough, she decided it was worth a try. What do you have to lose, she said. So you'll go there and you'll stand in line a couple hours and you'll ask. And if nothing happens, nothing happens. So, okay, that's what she did. She went from whatever part of New York, I think it was Manhattan. She traveled to Crown Heights on a Sunday morning. And she saw there was a huge line of people. Sometimes this line went out onto the sidewalk. Sometimes it went around into the, through this the shul. On this particular day, it went out the front door of 770 and all the way down the block. And it was a, not moving very fast. So she realized that she'd be in line for a few hours. So during these few hours, she had time to think what she was going to say. How would she ask? She had it all rehearsed. She knew exactly what she wanted to say and what she wanted to ask. And she waited and she waited and she waited. And finally her turn came. But as her turn came, suddenly she became completely choked up. She could not open her mouth. She could not get out a single word. All she could do was cry. And she cried and she cried and she cried, standing right in front of the Rebbe. She was just crying. She couldn't say a word. The Rebbe looked at her and he said a few words. He said, it is forbidden to give up. That's all he said. And then her time was, her turn was finished and the next person came and she found herself with a dollar which they'd ever given her for Tzaka, and she was outside again on the sidewalk. She thought to herself, okay, the Rebbe said, it's forbidden to give up, so I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep on trying to find my brother. And she got a taxi, she got into the taxi, it happened to be an Israeli driver, and to the taxi driver, she told the whole story, the entire story through lots of tears. She was crying and telling the story. And then she said to the taxi driver, and here's a picture of my brother. She handed the picture of her, of her brother over to the front seat where the taxi driver was driving. He looked at it and he said, whoa. He pulled the car over to the side of the street and parked the car. He looked at the picture and he said, this person is my, is my, uh, renter. I own a building and he rents an apartment from me. That's who this is. This is your brother. I know him. And so she was able to find her brother. What do we learn from this story? That we are, when we are involved in doing a good thing, a mitzvah of some kind, a 
a kind act, we must never give up. It may be a big project, maybe a hard project, never to give up. And of course, of course, of course, never to give up on the coming of Mashiach. As a matter of fact, the Rambam tells us that anybody who does not believe in Mashiach and look forward to his coming is denying the Taita. Because the Taita tells us about Mashiach. The Torah testifies about Mashiach and tells us that Mashiach is going to come. And therefore, we should all be looking forward to it, believing in it, and looking forward to it with all of our heart. And in this way, by all of us looking forward to Mashiach, believing in Mashiach coming, that Hashem will send Mashiach and bring the Geula, and through our learning of Taita and doing the mitzvahs especially, all parts of Taita, but especially the parts of Taita that teach us about Mashiach and Geula, and during this time of the three weeks especially, to learn about the Beis HaMikdash. Through this, Mashiach will certainly come quicker and more than quicker, immediately, if not sooner. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and more.